When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Well, you know, it has been a bit of a crazy week. It really has. Um, with, uh, you know, markets way up, markets way down, a war in Europe that we haven't seen since 1945. <laughs> when, uh, yeah, even before my time. But you know what's funny? Uh, the old, I, I, I was thinking back going, you know, I was born just, uh, just, Five and a half years after the end of World War Two, or six years, or ten years, I'm sorry, I should say ten years. It's like that was nothing. Now it's we're we're seventy five past it, and holy mackerel, we made it a long yeah, time I mean, without a war in Europe. You know, if if I if I really think hard about it, I never thought actually this that we'd see this again, like with tanks rolling and all. I mean, I I thought that was. Something that had happened once and never was going to happen, well, more than once, but wasn't going to happen again. But here we are. Well, our big issue is making sure you manage your money properly through all of this. And so we're here. If you have any questions, you need some help, you need some guidance, you need some talking off the ledge, give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Uh, you can call us live on Saturdays from noon to 2 Pacific or anytime at 855-935-TALK. You can also send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Now, we have basically made the psychological and the financial shift, both the psychological and uh, fiscological shift to exchange-traded funds. We're very comfortable now as investors and advisors with exchange-traded funds. But that doesn't mean we like them all. <laughs> it's fascinating. Uh, last year, nine hundred billion with a B dollars flowed into exchange traded funds, which are similar to mutual funds, except they trade during the day and the way they have constructed them, they are more tax efficient because when you when they move a security, they actually hand it to somebody else rather than selling it, creating a cash situation. So it's a little different. Uh, the ETF industry ended last year with a seven point two trillion, which is quite a bit of money. Here are the four that took in most of the money. This won't surprise you, Don. The S and P, the Vanguard VOO, that's the the S and P five hundred fund. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The Spider five hundred, that was one of the biggies. iShares S and P five hundred is one of the biggies, and then the Vanguard Total Stock Market ETF VTI, also one of the four biggest. But which is fine. We're we're happy They're with all any American. of those choices. Yeah, they're all good. Those are good choices. But then you start. Well, good. The they're thing. okay choices. People think people think that when you buy an exchange, they'll call. Well, I'm going to buy an exchange traded fund. Well, which one? Well, you know, one of the exchange traded funds because they're good, right? You say they're good. Well, not all of them. There's many, many that are really poor that are actively managed, that are expensive, and uh, that are designed. They're 
what am I a cheesecake like, right? I mean, they're 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 designed to entice you. Oh, oh, because oh you're talking about you our code that, word right? yeah. for P O R N. Yeah, investment P O R N or investment because cheesecake. They, we just they don't know, want to upset little people in back seats. Yeah, we just got a call last hour from somebody who said, "Well, my husband said to buy uh, inflation protected bonds because that was really smart." This is what this is what Walsh. They hear you say that and they say, "Oh, we got one for you. How about the Horizon Kinetics Inflation Beneficiaries ETF?" I mean, really? I've never I-N-F-L? even heard of this thing. Well, it's small. It's got eight hundred million, uh, and it's it's it sound- when you put inflation in things, it sounds to me like it's bond like, but this is a stock fund, uh, commodities, etc. It's it's expensive. It's actively managed. Then there's the I love the names of these AYX Astoria Inflation Sensitive ETF or PPI. Basically, the more um, words, the worse it is. Is that how that works? <laughs> I think it is. I mean, and and by the way, American Funds thankfully has said, oh yeah, we're coming to market with the more actively managed uh, equity and bond ETF. So it's you don't just run out and buy an ETF. You got to buy the right ones. You got to buy them as part of your plan, and they should not be actively managed. Well, give me we give me that. the symbol on one of those guys oh. that you have there. One of I I N F L I as in India, like in N as in November, F as in Foxtrot, L as in what? Lima. Yeah, that's the I N F L. The Horizon Kinetics Inflation. Yeah. Uh huh. Big first. What's inflation be- beneficiaries? Oh, infl- I love that. It's, the, it's, in, the, it's abbreviated here. And I'm going yeah, inflation uh-huh. beneficiaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's, yeah, it's abbreviated B N F C R S. Yeah, they that's just easy ran to out figure of space. out. Uh, oh, it's so been it's, around for a whopping one year one, and one, one year, two months. Now, yeah. just to put mm-hmm. things in perspective, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index ETF VT mm-hmm. two letters or VTI. No, total world. VTI is is just the U.S. You pardon me. You're correct. Thank you. VT yeah. has an expense ratio of 0.08. We in the business call that eight basis points. INFL has an expense ratio of 0.85% or 85 basis points. In other words, it's more than 10 times more expensive and why? Why? What are they providing you? Nothing special. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry. We can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, them their phone lines certainly filled up, didn't they, Tommy? At 855-935-TALK. So we will stop our babbling and listen to you babble for a while, starting with Gene. Hi, Gene. Welcome to Babbling Money. You want me to babble? Oh, wow. Oh, you can if you want. You can be. You can be a lot. You can be a lot more. Uh, you can go a lot deeper if you'd like, but you can just keep it surface. However, you want to go. Okay. Well, um, here's the situation. Uh, my mom recently uh, uh, gave me durable power of attorney to help with her finance finances and stuff. And uh-huh. so there's a couple of things that are coming up uh, that I'm trying to sort out. She had. Um, 
quite a few years ago, my dad bought some kind of an instrument, like a bond or a CD or something through Thrivent, um, Mm -hmm. that is paying this unbelievable rate of interest on an annual basis. It's like 5% or 6%. It's worth uh, upon, uh, and and it's a, so it's going to mature here in the next uh, year or so. It's about $60,000, we think. Um, and so I'm struggling with, you know, okay, there's no way she's going to get that kind of return. Um, but what to, what to, how to respond to that. And the second is she has a, a small uh, IRA at Baird. It's about $33,000. And I'm a little concerned about that and trying to decide how to maybe guide her in a different direction with her IRA, about half of which is uh, inherited from my my dad's passing. Okay. Now, I'm just going to tell you what I think she she has at Thrivent is a fixed annuity uh, with a certain with a certain term. Yeah, I'm betting. Yeah, because it, it wouldn't is. be a bond. Wouldn't it wouldn't be a, bond. be a money market. Thrivent yeah. sells a lot of annuities. Thrivent yeah. the old Lutheran Brotherhood. Yep. Uh, they're a commissioned broker dealer insurance sales organization. And I'll let Tom help you with the other. Yeah, let me ask you a question. So, in terms of the, that money, the money in the IRA, I mean, I think the question at hand, Gene, is how much of this does your mom need mm-hmm. on a regular basis to help her pay the bills? She's fine. She uh, she has a combination of a pension from my my dad and Social Security, and that um, covers everything. Um, so now, what? Um, how much money total is in all of her investments that are this annuity, the accounted Baird, all of this? How much in total would you guess? I'm estimating it's not quite a hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If it was my mother, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, it probably is. Especially at that rate, makes sense. Bought 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it is. Here's what I would do, because I would keep it simple. Number one, I would not keep my money at Baird because I bet you dollars to donuts. There's individual equities in there, expensive mutual funds of some kind. It's actively. I wouldn't keep it there. Mm And they're probably going to try to resell you into commission, et cetera, et cetera. Number two, in terms, for simplicity purposes, I would just do something like a balanced index fund with the money or a target date date fund, Mm -hmm. something very simple, low cost. You don't have to worry about it. It's going to have very little volatility. It has some volatility because you're going to try to make a little bit of money. The idea here would be to try to make, I don't know, four or five percent a year with a little bit of volatility. And then if your mom has some extraordinary expense, she could take it out of there. That's how, and obviously she's going to have to take out money from the IRA for required minimum distributions anyway. I, I'm, I totally, totally concur. I think, you know, looking out at, how old's your mom? 90. Wow. Yeah. yeah I probably just get a Target 2020 fund. Target yep. Day 2020 with Vanguard or Fidelity or whomever, Schwab, Target Day 2020, super simple, super cheap, no commissions, no complexity, no confusion. She doesn't need the money. It'll fluctuate mm-hmm. a little bit in value. It's going to be really easy to do to take those distributions. Um, I, I just really believe it makes more sense to keep it simple, particularly at this amount of money. 
And before we let you go, I would not buy another annuity from, and boy, they shouldn't sell your mother one either. Not it. I don't even old. think they can. I've night. heard of it being I don't, done. Can uh, they? Anyway. I thought that. Yeah, I think they have. Anyway, so oh, yeah. please do not roll that into a new annuity. No. Don't let them get out of all of those places. Use, yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for the call, Gene. We appreciate it. And we re- we appreciate the fact you didn't babble. Nice work. Uh, mm. Now we're going to find out if Stephen babbles. Stephen, welcome to Talking Real Money. Oh, yes. I'm the Brook. So here's the Ah, the Babylon oh, Brook. I got Tom it. Tom okay. liked that one. <laughs> very good. Very good. How can we, we help you, sir? You, we listen to you uh, every weekend, so we're we're ready for this. Okay, we're both retired. My wife and I are both fully retired. We're in our 70s, and we both have Roth IRAs. Uh, we're faced with being required to make RMDs out of our traditionals. Can oh we yes, roll yes. The mm-hmm. RMDs into a Roth. Oh no. Well, you can convert. But in the year, not you the would, RMDs. Yeah. We had this. We this yeah. came up before. You got to take the RMD, and eat, the only way to avoid paying the tax on it is if you give it away. Qualified charitable distribution. Right. That said, but you could have a you could have a conversion strategy right. to reduce going the size forward, of the IRA going forward. Yeah, yeah. if yep. you're into this year, you have to take the RMD for this year and pay the taxes on it. But you could convert future our uh, traditional that into a Roth to avoid or reduce the amount of RMDs going forward. But no, people, it I know it sounds cool. Let's just turn mm. that. No, they want their taxes on it without the conversion we don't mind paying the taxes but if you put it in a roth you've got tax-free interest going down the road right no yep. yeah but they don't that's then do then come up with a conversion strategy i mean i don't know what your income is but i mean if your income is relatively low you could before you don't want to move up to the next tax bracket and you want to have the cash to pay the taxes but you could have a long-term roth conversion strategy that would do exactly that you would have money in this post-tax accounts that grows without uh, any taxation. Then when it's taken out, there's no taxation. Yeah, they. I realize they get the taxes either way, but for some reason, there's they don't allow that benefit of keeping or moving that money into a Roth to protect it from future taxes. You can't do it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, sir? I thought you guys knew Good luck. business. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. 855-935-TALK <laughs> is our phone number, and Dan is up next. Dan, welcome to the show. We got time? Yeah. Okay. Dan, we got email. go. What's up, Dan? Yeah. Yep. i am uh, got a Roth IRA and a traditional, a managed fund, a USAA managed fund that's being managed by Charles Schwab. And I question i got is that a good way to be in or should i be in one of those index funds tell you what we're gonna we got to find out what the fund is first get a little more information on it we'll do that after we take a really really short break so stick around 855-935-TALK is our phone number we'll be right back tom and don are talking real money A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Okay, we are talking with Dan, who has an account, a mutual fund with 
in in USAA, which isn't USAA anymore. USAA used to manage their own mutual funds, and they sold their funds to Victory Capital, who managed. And by the their way, funds. when he says manage it by Schwab, Schwab just, is just the just custodian. They're the, they're the they're custodian. They're not. They're not managing. Yeah. Schwab yeah, okay. does not manage the fund. Now, Dan, which fund? Do you know the name of the fund at USAA? Yeah, it's a managed fund where they and it, and it doesn't say anything. Do you about know the history. Do you have a ticker is or the, the actual name? Is it the Global Managed Volatility Fund or? Uh, let me see. USAA Managed Portfolio UMP. And, UMP? Uh, it's where they buy hmm. different mutual funds. Put in there. Oh, it's a fund of fund. funds of some sort or something. I well, I had to tell you. Managed funds. I don't know what that is, but I'd have to do some more checking. But I got to tell you, I, I I didn't like USAA funds when they were managed by USAA, and I like them even less now that they're managed by Victory Capital. The uh, I, I'm just looking at their, their list of equity funds, and the expense ratios run from 60 basis points to well over 1% per year for their stock funds, which is in the realm of ridiculously overpriced. Not just especially overpriced. in today's world. I mean, today's world when you get mutual funds for a tenth of the cost, exchange traded funds for less than that, and you could get it if it was important. Because when you say manage, then it sounds like someone's trying to say, "Here's what we think the future is going to look like. I got to move here. I got to move that." We don't believe in any of that because it's utter, pardon my French, nonsense. So instead, if you're just trying to find somebody to sort of have a balanced account, we talked earlier about either a target date fund or some sort of balanced index fund. All that is taken care of to your risk tolerance and your need for growth. And you don't own index funds. I'm just telling you, you don't. Um, I, I, I would get, I would move my money to, if you're in Schwab, I would look at getting into Vanguard well, ETFs could, yeah, or you can stay at Schwab. Uh, yeah, you can stay at Schwab. Vanguard ETFs, uh, Fidelity ETFs, iShares ETFs, but you want indexes and you want to make sure you build the right portfolio. Or what you go do is you go get a target date fund from somebody like Something Schwab. Simple. Yep. So, yeah, simple. But yeah, yeah. USAA funds, nothing special. As a matter of fact, uh, far less yeah, than even I, adequate, in my opinion. I, I wish they would stick to the insurance, which Don and I used to both have, but then we checked around and found it was well, a lot cheaper. And, you know, people cheaper, still, so people still write notes and go, you're, yeah, yeah, you move from USA. You're picking on the military. No, no we're, not. we're not. We're picking, we're, 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 we're shopping. We're, we're consumers. I mean, this is what you do. You look around and find a better deal for the and same thing. it was thing. so funny because the people at USAA, uh, when I showed them the new prices, went, oh, that is really yeah. good. No, we can't come close. Yeah. I said, okay, then. Yeah, bye-bye. So, uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And Brett, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Brett. Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? Good. We're well. Can you hear me? Hey, I had a question. Um, recently, in the last few days, I heard a, an interview with the Texas Attorney General. And he was talking about investments he had with Charles Schwab, which apparently because of the Attorney General's political persuasion, he was put on some list. And Charles Schwab froze his accounts. He couldn't access them. It was size about money. And he couldn't access them, and he, he wasn't given a clean answer as to what the whole story was. So I figured this guy's an attorney for the whole state of Texas, and Charles Schwab could freeze his accounts. Were you, had you heard about this, or were you aware it could happen? 
I've never heard any word one, and we read up, as you may know, uh, from a lot of industry publications, uh, the public media, all that. I have not heard anything about that. I don't know. Okay, I am. I am odd to now, find a custodian of any kind to do that. Yeah, I am looking at a news feed. I, I specifically looked for Texas Attorney General Charles Schwab freeze account. There's not a single news story. Is his name start with Vladimir? No, no. <laughs> Okay, I'm just checking. Yeah, okay, he got his accounts. He got his accounts. Yeah, yeah. he's Uh, not moving money around. I I can't find a single story about it, Brett. You'd have to send us the story for us to read I mean, I would think that if something like that happened, if Schwab politically froze an account, but I got to tell you, what it sounds like to me is that four-letter word that starts with an F and ends in an E there. Check. Your e. source. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, man, that just makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. 855 935 Talk is our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. We're talking real money. And before we continue taking calls here on Talking Real Money, during the break, I just kept doing research on the Texas Attorney General, gentleman by the name of Ken Paxton. You may Yeah, he's been in the media yeah, a lot. Yeah, he's, you may yeah. have heard him in the media yeah. because he is under indictment for securities fraud. His his trial has not occurred yet. He's tried to get the trial halted, but the courts have all ruled that the trial can continue. So since it is securities fraud, it is not far-fetched to imagine that there was an order by the court to put a temporary hold on assets until the case is adjudicated. That's not a, it's not hard to imagine. So that's a possibility. But Charles Schwab, there's nothing yeah, about that. Th- unilaterally? Schwab. Come on. Yeah. Unilaterally? You're, you came out. I'll give you credit during the break. Schwab is, uh, we could say, pro money. Yeah. They're not pro any political party, and they are not going to go out and do this on their own, but they will be careful about whatever the courts order them to do because they custodian like $8 trillion. It's a huge Schwab. I forget how big as it is, we so know, as careful. a company that yeah. works with yep. Schwab, many, they go many decades. out of their way to be yep. careful. Yep. In fact, to the point of being ridiculously careful. Yes, sometimes. they are. Yes, they are. Yep. So that's, <laughs> and it doesn't. Su- I don't want to get political, but it wouldn't no, surprise because me. Mr. Paxton. Okay, I will suggest Please, this. You, to those you of the you harder more about Republican. You- well, no, I, I, yeah, right. Here's the thing about Paxton. You want to know more about him? Go read the Bloomberg piece that was published. I want to say two or three months ago about all of his problems. He got a lot of them. So. I'm not saying it politically. I'm just saying read the article. You can so, find out more and about it. When people Mr. get Ken. desperate, they start saying things sometimes. 855 935 Talk is our phone number. Hey, Paul, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm already retired, and as a swing trader, it's uh, kind of time consuming uh, to have to list every trade in and out on your uh, tax return. So my strategy would be to set up a Roth IRA so that I can trade the account and and it's not reportable and I pay taxes when I withdraw. Is that a good strategy? 
so, so when you say swing trader, I my mind I goes know back what to he something is. about spouses in the 1960s. No, no, no. He's, uh, he's trading on tech. Uh, yeah. uh, he's trading on technical I, analysis. Well, exactly. I, I trade the futures yeah. market and and in uh, as a day trader, and I swing trade equities. So okay. for the equity for, account, as a tax strategy, as a tax strategy, and this is as far as I am going to go. It is a tax strategy. It is a decent tax strategy. If you get where I'm going with this. What he's telling you, uh, Paul, is that as a financial strategy, we do not endorse, nor do we use, nor would we suggest anyone trading like that. Yeah. We wish you well, of course, but it wouldn't be something we would do. No. So good luck. Thanks. I'm going to come home tonight and say, honey, what do you think about swing trading? She, mm, you, you're thinking, so, I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> at, at, she at, might at, say, I'm, you're, you're out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> We're trading you for a player to be named later or yeah. something. Who knows? Yeah, that's but, not yeah. going to go over well. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Wow. Sorry, Paul. You know, you just did but it, no, you just it, did it again. You just did it again. You got us in <laughs> trouble that? with the dad with the two kids in the back seat. <laughs> that's a good point. So, good dad, point. To, to, <laughs> was he inferring a... something? Was he inferring <laughs> we, something other than money? I already got cheesecake on my face. Now, what else do you want? <laughs> so, oh, no, uh, no, folks. Mm, no, no, yeah. no. Trading. No. What is trading, ladies and gentlemen? What is trading? What is another word for trading? Betting, gambling, gambling, gambling is the hoping. best. Yeah. Do would would I gamble my Roth accounts? Never, never. As a tax strategy, I guess if you're trying to avoid taxes, okay. But man, I I I, I can tell you, as one, not as even I I don't even have to share anecdotes with you. I can share actual academic research into people who who swing trade, day trade, all kinds of different types of trading. There have been multiple studies done. There was a huge one done in South Korea, huge, because they were able to get access to almost everybody's account information in South Korea. And it found that out of the the entire universe of people who traded, 10% made money. 90% Ninety percent lost and lost. And how big. many professionals make money doing it? Not very many. And and generally they're doing it with money that belongs to somebody else, so they can afford to lose it. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. And Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, if you tried to get in earlier and you weren't able to get through because the lines were full, try now because if you wait more than 15, well, actually, if you wait more than 10 minutes, you're going to be asking your question on the podcast or wait until next week. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. And before you go to one of those questions, I know we get a lot in from TalkingRealMoney.com. I do want to mention that uh, rescheduled, reinvigorated, reconfigured retire meet. May 14th, Saturday, and we're going to start promoting it here soon. So if you want to join us that day in person or online, go to retiremeet.com and maybe, maybe 
maybe from emerging from his cave after these long two years as out. an outcast Sorry, will be Don McDonald. Well, I'm not going <laughs> okay. You're killing my promotion here. I had a forever. chance to. Right, Never so leaving my cave. I'm just saying, I said maybe. I, I didn't say cave. for sure. So your cave is its closing in on yeah. you. It keeps getting smaller. No, it got bigger. It got bigger. Look, look, it's so much bigger than it was. Uh, 855-935-TALK brings you here to the show. You can also use that number 24-7 to ask questions for future podcast answering. Uh, and you can also send questions in or record them at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form, like this gentleman did. Uh, here's your question, Tom. Yes. This definitely for you. He even has a oh. thank you in here for you specifically. Oh, so, that's nice. Louisiana's 457 plan um, with Empower, Great Western Insurance, is a self-directed brokerage through TD Ameritrade, offers Roth and traditional plans. The the the, the power company. These are retirement Empower. plans. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Roth over the last few years, he says, I think they've changed age restrictions recently. I believed I was too old at one time, 75, still working due to WEP GPO. I don't know what that means. 20 years retired, 30, uh, from the, from the military, 30 years with state. And thank you for helping my daughter with retirement plans when she changed hospitals. Okay, I'm trying to understand what the, where's the question. I part think of the this. question is: He's 75. Can he do the Roth? Sure, as long as you have earned income. Yep, that's my understanding. And you're in the plan, and you're. Wor- I mean, you have to be working there to be in the state-sponsored plan. Not fans of Great American, by the way, unless they're cooking marshmallows or something. But um, yeah, you could still do that as long as you have earned. There's no upper age limits to Roth. Yeah, and here's one that uh, I I I think it's to me, but we can both do this. Okay. Uh, Don, I just found you again. I used to listen to you on the radio years ago. Years and years and years and years and years ago. Here's the question. You mentioned over a long period, a lump sum equity investment, most of the time beats dollar cost averaging. Should. It should pretty much all of the time, but most of the time. But let's explain why. Because, I mean, again, because people have us thinking about stocks that it's on a day-to-day basis, it's risky. It is. Mm -hmm. It's only about half the days that go up, half them go down. But when you start even getting to months, 75% of the months, stocks are up. It's about 75% of the years, too, by the way. You usually get three good years, one down year. So it has a tendency to go up, not every day, not all the time, but... Over the long haul, it does. So, therefore, if you take a lump and you put it in the market, you can generally expect that that will make more than sort of slowly putting the money in. Yeah, it should make more. And over a long enough period of time, it will eventually. So, uh, But here's his question. What's your thought on my friend, who's currently 90% in equities now, over the next seven years buying nothing but bond index until he reaches either or they reach either 60-40 or 70-30 before heading into retirement? So basically, it's saying make future contributions into bonds to get your balance where it should be. Yeah. Just sort of downsizing his risk. A a glide path, we might call that, right? You started with a higher asset allocation to stocks. You're going to reduce that so that when you get to retirement, you have a more stable base of bonds and let some still some equities. I think that's a great strategy. Sure. I think that's really good. I think it's a a wonderful strategy. Let's fit one more in. We're on on such a roll today. (laughs) This one's cute. Hey, guys, thanks for the podcast. I have a question on ETF investing. I'm trying to set my investing on auto as much as possible. 
My Roth 401k is maxed out through payroll deductions and invested. I'm also investing each paycheck into a regular Fidelity brokerage account to be used as a retirement bridge fund. Smart. Or just additional retirement funds. Wait, I've got a bridge for him. I think it's in Arizona somewhere if he's looking for one. Usually people sell the Brooklyn Bridge, the London Bridge. They don't sell <laughs> I was that thinking, anymore. Didn't they put that one in Arizona? That was, Lake, that was the London Bridge, yeah, Lake Havasu. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Right. That was really a bad joke. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know why well, the you... The show was running out and I had I don't even know why you so, bothered fitting that one in. <laughs> you oh. can, I can I can feel the, the cut coming very soon. I could hear. I could literally hear the buttons pushed in car radios around. It was like a loud boom across the country. Well, it's better than them driving into a tree after well, we said something, point. I guess. So, so yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah if need right. be, if, if, you, if, if you're thinking about losing control, when Tom said, just turn the radio off. Just... Oh, you're telling people to turn the show well, off? Well, just, That's I, really I'd bad. rather that, 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 I'd rather them be <laughs> safe okay. than sorry. I got it. Okay, fair right, enough. Here we go. Tom, Tom has yeah. often mentioned mm. you shouldn't be looking at your investments daily, weekly, or even monthly, and I'm totally on board. The problem I'm having is that Fidelity only allows users to automate investments to mutual funds, not ETFs or mm. stocks, but I'm not buying individual stocks anyhow. So don't worry about that. Do you know the reasoning that uh, automated ETF investing is not allowed. Is this just a Fidelity thing, or is this everywhere? Since I can't set up automatic investments, I have to log in every payday to buy my investments. Is there a better way? Thank you so much for your help. Love you, Tom and Don. Oh, Don and Tom. Oh, thank she you for clarifying that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the reason I suspect it is because remember, ETFs, exchange traded funds, can be bought anytime during the day. So to just tell the custodian, go ahead and buy the ETFs, they're going to say, when? Mm -hmm. When do we execute this trade? Is it the beginning? Is it the middle of the end, et cetera? Whereas a mutual fund, you got to buy it you know, at the end of the trading day. So it, I can see why they would tell you, sorry, you can't automate it. Yep. Yeah, and, and the, you have to place the order. I mean, I buy ETFs on a semi-regular basis. That doesn't mean you have to look at the balance of everything else either, by the way. You buy the ETF, get on Yeah, you can actually just hit the trade button. Just hit the trade. Yeah, so. Although, usually it comes right up on the first screen. It says summary. Oh, look, you lost money. Yeah, I know. I know the feeling. Yeah, don't, don't get up tomorrow Feelings. or Monday and say, how did it go after the... It's, Another it, reason it went down. is because so, take it with easy. ETFs, you generally don't put in dollar amount trades. You put in Correct. share amount trades. That's right. So, it's different. Yeah, yep. It's different. You put in dollar amount trades with mutual funds. You put in share amount trades with ETFs. So you got to tell them how many shares. Yeah. And so that makes it more complexity for the custodian. So, again, if you're going to use the mutual funds, then you're fine. But if you're going to use the ETFs, then just wake up, make the trade, get on with your life. Yeah. All right. That's it. We're getting on with our lives now? I don't know what we're doing right now. I'm going to see. If... <laughs> that question's too long. That question's too long. That question's too complicated. Holy mackerel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sales pitch. That question's too long. All right, we're just going to have to talk about some other stuff, Tom. I don't have any questions that are the right length to make the <sighs> show work because we only have a. I, since I don't have a clock anymore, I don't. I won't know. Well, know we're a minute until the break. Ah, okay. About thirty so, seconds till the break now. Thirty seconds. Yeah. Oh, so God. if you want to talk more about what people can expect at retire meet, you could do that. Oh, well, they can expect who's going to be us? there. Uh, Apollo Lepescu. Ooh, he's who's a gonna great, be there? Paul, famous water Paul polo Merriman. player. He is a very famous water polo player. Paul Merriman will be there. I mean, if it's, if it's just the four of us, that's all you need to know anyway. We're, but you're going to hear about oh, long-term care. Oh, but wait, is Herb going to be there? 
Herb, if I hadn't mentioned that, thank you. Just saved me a week's worth of phone Herb calls. Herb Weissman, the Herb. consumer man? Weiss bomb. Weiss Weissman? Bomb. Weiss. You would be in such trouble. At some point, most investors need professional financial guidance. So get a little bit of free help or a lifetime of affordable 100% fiduciary guidance at vestory.com. V E S T O R Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And if your situation is more complicated, doesn't really lend itself to a phone call uh, on a show like this, well, go get help from a real live fiduciary advisor. I know, don't just go to anyone because they're going to try and sell you stuff or they're going to charge you something. Well, we don't. We just help everybody. We've believed in doing this for, wow, well over... 13 years now. So just, you want help? Go to vestry.com. One of our Vestry by Appella advisors will meet you online, in person, uh, on the phone, however you want to meet and figure out what you need to do in your situation. Get your portfolio straightened out. Begin the process of planning. It's easy to do. Just go to vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?